so much for listening. I appreciate it. Have you signed up for my weekly newsletter? Click on the link in the podcast description and you'll get information about upcoming programs and offers as well as exclusive content only available to subscribers. As a thank you for signing up, you'll receive my manifesto for empowered creativity in the Aquarian age, an essential guide for thriving in the new paradigm. This resource has a $50 value and is free when you sign up. We are in the age of uncertainty now. And this flips us out as human beings. This really is is frightening uh, because we're not able to go by what we've done in the past. It's just not possible anymore. We have to shift, we have to adapt, and we have to make choices that honor where we want to be, not that reflect where we were. And yet at the same time, we do have some important structures and institutions that we depend on. And even if they're not in the greatest shape, we can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, we have to be able to work in both worlds simultaneously. So, you know, the other uh, difficulty associated with this is, and this is, this is where it gets even more complicated because not only is it difficult to choose the unfamiliar path, but sometimes when we do choose it or when we have chosen it in the past and it didn't go the way we wanted, we do this weird thing as human beings where we make ourselves wrong and we kind of look back at the choices we had and we think, oh, well, I should have gone in that other direction. And, you know, I was reading a blog post by Charlie Gilkey, who I think is a really smart guy. He's a productivity thinker and and writer and he he was talking about this phenomenon and so he was pointing out that not only do we have like hindsight is 2020 where we look back and go oh I should have made that other decision that would have been better but what we also do is we assume we often assume that that other decision would have gotten us the results we wanted you know it would have gone our way it would have made us happy or it would have achieved our goals. And because we didn't do that, though, we have really no idea. So this kind of, this is something that we're going to have to kind of work with. We now have Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. Mars is in Aquarius. We are definitely being invited um, and feeling kind of, driven to to innovate and to experiment and to go in the unfamiliar direction and as a collective this has to look like towards a humanitarian uh, vision for for society you know part of the saturn transit though is about rules it's about regulations it's about systems and structures and so we these things are absolutely imperative. We're not quite evolved enough. Most of us, maybe maybe this doesn't apply to you, but most of us still need these things. We need to feel uh, that we are we are being held up by by something. And 
part of it is that we're we're releasing that need for kind of these rigid structures of and we're moving into kind of more a more fluid period but we also need we're also finding our structure inside of community and inside of con- containers that these communities provide the other thing though is is that we really are developing the the backbone of the new economy and the new economic models and so as at the same time as we have to make these political choices and we have to we have to pay attention to what is happening for for people who are vulnerable and making sure that the policies are in place to support them we also have to focus on ourselves and our families if you haven't lost income or you know lost a job as a result of this situation and things are going well for you that's great but you know a lot of us are thinking about how we can become financially sustainable without depending on on a job and and so this is really a time to consider getting your work out there sharing your gifts and talents and absolutely putting a price on it I talk a lot about this in my book about how you know we are building this new industrial complex that is about uh love and it's about beauty and it's about art and healing and if you look at sort of what is sustaining people these days a lot of that of course there's the amazing essential essential workers uh the nurses and the doctors and the grocery store uh clerks and there's a whole fabric of support systems that we probably took for granted before and now we're really coming to see how much we rely and depend on them and so we have to make sure that they're getting paid fairly and that they're being treated properly and they have what they need to do their jobs but if you're not one of those essential workers and if you are in sort of this more you know spiritual healing art or whatever it is and you're kind of feeling a little bit ang- anxious about about charging for your work you know this is really the time to go forward uh, i've been listening to several entrepreneurs that i admire and they are basically encouraging us to continue offering our gifts and talents and our services and our products and there's no reason you know if we take the perspective that we are the actually building this new economy out we actually have a responsibility to do that you know we have a responsibility to learn how to sell and a responsibility to learn how to market ourselves and a responsibility to make money because we are we are doing different things with our money and once you know we have our priorities straight that we're here for service that we're here to inspire or to he- help heal or to bring joy once we have that understanding and that we're coming from that space of generosity then we actually have a duty and a responsibility to charge and to charge well for it so with that little rant out of the way i'm going to talk about venus in gemini so venus moved into the sign of gemini 
on the on the third so that's actually today it will remain there for four months normally Venus goes spends about three weeks in a sign and then moves on but because she is going to go retrograde in May she will actually be in this sign until August and then she'll move into cancer so what is this retrograde about well Venus is the ruler of Taurus and the ruler of Libra and she has to do with our our relational ability you know so this is about romance and it's about love and it's about money as well Gemini is the zodiac's communicator you know Gemini is about talking it out and mixing it up and socializing and communicating and you know Gemini loves to be in the mix and it's a party sign in a, in a lot of ways so Venus here we can't really get out to party now we're all under quarantine now I'm not sure you know Gemini is not the the best sign to be under quarantine it might go a little mad uh, but uh, with Venus here I, and Venus going retrograde in Gemini we're invited to kind of reconsider and reevaluate our our approach to communicating our approach to love you know our approach to money and Mars is also in in an air sign so these two are going to connect this month Venus and Mars which are the cosmic lovers and they will speak together in this super harmonious uh, alignment called a trine uh, quite spicy and sexy and from from a, a Jungian perspective where we kind of we we see ourselves as the microcosm through which we view the macrocosm of our outer experience you know this is kind of a unification of our our dual natures as the feminine part of us the masculine part of us and this is not really anything to do with gender but just these archetypal energies within us just find a kind of natural harmony now Venus is also speaking with Saturn in Aquarius so there could be some long-term renewal here around relationships or a long-term sense of a sense of harmony where it comes to uh, matters related to money or love these three planets uh, sort of speaking all together in Aquarius and Gemini these intellectual air signs you know this introduces this new element into the picture because you know if we look back to March and I actually you know pandemic aside I had a pretty good March but you know it all the planets or most of the planets I think every other planet for most of March was in was in a an earth or a water sign so Mercury was in Aquarius it spent you know about 10 days in Aquarius but predominantly it was earth and water and so the the vibe changes significantly now we have you know Venus and Mars are now in air signs Saturn's in an air sign and the Sun is in a fire sign so we're looking at things 
becoming a little bit livelier in April, this would be a good time to, to reflect on what you might want to bring forward over the next three months. We have the opportunity now with Saturn moving through Aquarius. We can actually set a new trajectory for 2020 in this space of, of the next three months and move ourselves in a, in a new direction. And then by the time Saturn moves back into Capricorn in, in the beginning of July, we will be on a different, a different trajectory. Consider how you could make new and different choices. And the other part of this is that, you know, especially if you, if you have ADHD like me, or if you, if establishing new habits is something that's difficult for you because, you know, you have shiny object syndrome, you want to run off in a new direction every day. That's another kind of quality of Gemini. Gemini really just likes to keep things fun and light and not non-committal. So we have to be able to balance the commitment to developing a new habit with our need to kind of explore and try new things. So you can give some thought to how you might balance these things. The energy has been really super, super intense and we're moving towards a full moon in Libra on the 7th. That's a bit of a, a dicey full moon you know, it will form a, a loose square with um, Pluto and Jupiter in Capricorn. And these are cardinal signs. And then the, the next week we have the Sun in Aries forming a square with, with the planets in Capricorn. There's going to be some tension. And, you know, I think it's not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes we when we have conflict, that can be very healthy to get it out into the open. We don't want to be too aggressive, so you know we're going to have to watch, especially when Mercury moves into Aries on the 11th. But pay attention to how you might, you know, what kind of habit you'd like to develop over the next three months, and also what you need to kind of explore. What is calling to you right now to learn about or to discover? So I wish you a beautiful week. Take care.